Hi, everybody. Welcome to Cup of Jen. Thank you so much for joining if it's your first time here. My name is Janessa Galbraith, and I am going to be your host for this podcast, which is so awesome. Today, we have such a special guest. Um, her name is Miriam. Hi, Miriam. Yo, yo. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. Uh, it's so exciting to have you on the podcast. I've actually, it was crazy. The other day, I was just like, praying and thinking about oh my gosh like I really want to do a podcast that is going to be you know I would say more positive and exciting and especially since I haven't done a podcast since 2019 <laughs> and my last uh, my last episode was on rest which is quite entertaining when you when you think about it because then I, I took some you know I took three months of rest <laughs> so um yeah it's cool though to be back and I just really wanted to be mindful of like going into 2020 like doing things a little bit different and having guests on that are like on the same journey as me and so I'm just happy to have you here so thank you for coming <laughs> thank you for having me I'm so excited yeah and it's quite funny too just because of the it's it's actually this will we're just gonna roll right into the topic but um it's funny right now with everything going on with COVID-19 how it actually is a little bit possibly beneficial for podcasts just because of the fact that like obviously I would love to see you in person give you a huge hug but since we can't it's nice to be able to meet over um things like zoom and stuff like that which is super rad so um yeah, okay also, it almost makes like the uh, conversation all the more like relevant because it's like because we're 100 percent like, self-isolation like just being on this podcast with you like feels like we're connecting in such a meaningful way you know what I mean totally 100% and it's really great because I think now more than ever artists really uh can thrive and so I think this conversation is gonna be sweet um I just wanted to say quickly I know some people are gonna be listening and not gonna be on the visual but I'm drinking some mint tea okay and I'm drinking it in a you will be found cup from Dear Evan Hansen the musical I did go see that musical it was rad and I am just living with my tea. What are you drinking? What's your cuppa? So I'm actually doing like a, a, a twin vibe. So, <laughs> like, I'm still sipping on like my iced tea from the morning. Yeah. Like, making my way through that. And then like I had to switch it up because now we're like in the like afternoon to a oh. classic smoothie. West oh. Coast style. <laughs> yes. You know? Get your energy for the second part of the day with the smoothie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. And you were in meetings all day too. So I'm just like, wow, you're going. I love that. Yeah, um, so Miriam, why don't you just start off by telling everybody kind of like who you are and like what you do, you know, because we like to have all types of people on the podcast. So like, what's your vibe? Who are you? Yeah, definitely. Um, so like you mentioned, my name is Miriam Barry. Um, I use she, her pronouns. And right now I am located on the traditional ancestral unceded territories of the Muslim, Squamish, and Slavic too. First Nations, also known as Vancouver, BC. Yeah. We're in Canada right now. Um, but I am from Norway. But yeah. I am as well, mixed. So my mom's from Norway. My dad is from the Gambia in West Africa. And I came to Canada six years ago. Uh, I'm an artist who works in like multiple mediums. I feel like I need more than like one medium to tell my story. So <laughs> I'm a professionally trained actor, but I also do writing, not just for film, but also um, TV and like my own poetry. Like slam poetry, etc., and I also produce a lot. Yeah, yeah. and I yeah, remember, <laughs> I remember the first time you told me it was the Gambia because I kept calling it Gambia, and you're like, "Girl, I love you, but it's the Gambia." And I was I like, know. "Oh my gosh, I'm so yeah. sorry." I don't know why everybody's every every time I say it, people are like, "The," and I'm like, "Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah." We want to drop like the the, and you're like, "No, listen, <laughs> that's what it is." So we got an education. That's fine, you know. Yeah, I love yeah. It. <laughs> Um, but what a cool heritage, honestly, to bring to the table. I know we've talked about just the two of us. We've talked about your family and how cool, like what a love story and what a cool like culture to bring together and stuff. Like I just love. Oh, yes. I oh want to go to Norway so bad. And I, now yeah. I want to go to the Gambia so bad, too. So come through, come through. Come through. <laughs> um, so. Let's just talk a little bit about how we met. I feel like the way that I met you <laughs> is a couple of ways. I feel like this is like a few sides to this story. Um, okay. I think that I met you first because of um, Dark Glass Theater. Maybe you were doing the poetry there. I might have seen you because you were an apprentice at Pacific Theater 
But I don't know if that came after, like you were going to do the apprenticeship. I can't even remember. And then we yeah. did a show together. So I know so that, that's when we really got to know each other. That's like the theater fam. That's um, the theater fam. I was definitely, I was an apprentice at Pacific Theater. Yeah. Theater company. I was kind of like the, gosh, I guess we'd say like the intern, like learning yeah. about producing. I was also acting on main stage shows, like um, just yeah. really getting to know the company. But yeah. I think the first time I met you was when Dark Glass Theater, which was going to be a guest company in Pacific Theater season, was doing different fundraisings for their um, play, Ruined by Lynn Nottage, that they were going to put on. And I think I met you when me and Trey performed, right? Yeah. Trey Cotton? Yeah. And yeah. you did and some you amazing. the best vibes since like day one. I was just like, oh man, yeah, this chick and I, like, we're going to be friends. <laughs> you know, we're homies now. We're homies. Like, let's be real. I love yeah. that. Mm hmm. And I really remember your poetry being like, wow, like, because I knew I knew that you were going to be acting because obviously like and producing and everything with with PT. But I was like, girl, her poems just are really getting to me. It was beautiful. Oh, so, thank you. oh, and then thus began the journey of us. Like, I think we had said we want to be like, we were like, we should be friends. Like, it's a real thing. Like, we already are. Like, we don't even like, we're not even tight yet, but we're going to be. It's fine. Yeah. And then we did a show together, which was a whole crazy experience on its own. And then yes. here we are. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> that's all. That could be its own episode. Just that show. Yeah, that's yeah. that's. Yeah. Very true. Um, so, okay, I just kind of wanted to chat about, I guess, one of the things that I love about you and your art is in everything you've done. And I have watched a few shows. I've watched, like I said, some poetry. I've seen you do fundraising yourself. And I just, I'm really inspired by how I feel like you always approach things with a question and you want to kind of like... Um, I think you have really an important voice and a lot of things to say, but you actually ask the audience to journey with you. You don't just like tell them what, how it is, you know what I mean? And I, I do believe that that is a huge part of being an artist. Personally, that's my ethos of like, I want to ask questions of the audience and make them actually think and go away with something rather than just have it be like, okay, like this is like what I believe and this is like how it should go, you know? <laughs> and I was just thinking about uh, sort of just looking at sort of things like social media, the news, um, everything that's kind of going around us. I don't know about you, but uh, when I check my email, I get like a notification, like a thousand emails just from random people like the hair salon, um, like, you know, Canadian Tire. I shopped there once and they're talking to me about COVID. That's all they're talking to me. Like they're COVID alert, COVID alert, COVID alert, COVID alert. Yeah. On the news, that's all they're talking about. You know, every channel, different, different, different people same subject and so just I think that what I've noticed culturally is that there's like a huge shift right now of people are you know feeling a lot of that and people have different responses to it I know some people are trying to say like hey I don't want to be living in fear I don't want to be based in, and kind of maybe even with a good heart but sort of pushing it off and the other people are taking it really seriously but some of them are getting a lot of anxiety from it and that type of thing they're really like holding it close to home and potentially even getting like some compassion fatigue from just being like so empathetic but it's coming from all over the place and I was just thinking about how it's so unique right now with COVID like how you know it's a it's a blessing and a curse. And so we'll talk about the curse a little bit first, but then I want to focus on the blessing. But the curse is just that with social media, with the news, with technology just being at our at our fingertips, it can feel overwhelming. You know, like there's like a ton of stuff coming at you and good or bad. It's just it's a lot. And I was thinking about the idea of overwhelm and the idea of like somebody explained to me the word overwhelm is sort of like taking and processing information at a rapid pace. So it can be sometimes like you can be good overwhelmed, like, oh, I was so overwhelmed with emotion and it was so beautiful. Or it can be like a bad overwhelmed or now it's like rising up in you with some with some frustration, right? And so I was just wondering kind of like how, especially as an artist, but as a person, how you're handling that, how you're handling all this stuff that's coming in um, and like how you kind of separate yourself from it or do you separate yourself from it? I think it's a really interesting question because it's like talking to everyone, like everyone's dealing with a pandemic in a different way. Yeah. Obviously it's, all, it's so contextualized with like where you're in the world and like how your country- Geographically. It as well. Yeah. But for me personally, like 
<laughs> as an artist, it's like working from home. Is that so different from what we already do? Like when totally. I'm not, like to be real, to be real. <laughs> like when I'm not traveling for work, like um, uh, I do filmmaking with youth communities. So that's like yeah. my Joe job, and then I do like my own artistic work and like freelancing and acting around that. Yeah. Um, and so when I'm at home, it's like I'm working from this desk, which you see me right now. I have a uh, a monitor and like I edit films and then I just kind of have to be self-disciplined enough to like meet my deadlines but then I get to kind of as well freestyle throughout the day mm-hmm. or it can, it can be whatever I want it to be um yeah. so what's been interesting for me is actually because of the canceling of gatherings yeah I randomly for some reason I find myself more inspired than I was before yeah and I think that's really interesting and I think it has something to do with like slowing down yeah and allowing like the questions to rush up to you and for yeah. you to really have some real conversations with yourself. Because like when people are self-isolating, it's like prompts so much transformation and internal like reflection that it's like you really right. like meet shadows. And you also like those that thing that you've been avoiding is like coming through and being like, hello. <laughs> I've been here we're still here. waiting for this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you and me, we're gonna take a like, have a little chat right now. But I feel like it's been an incredible opportunity as yeah. well to like reset, really look at like your patterns of behavior, like mm. how you're like moving through your, your life. And it's like, what are like, what am I striving for? And like, if I have been distracting myself with certain like social gatherings and things, it's like, what am I distracting myself from? And right. like, personally for me, just by slowing down, it's like, I find myself doing so many things that I used to do as a kid. Like I'm already an artist, right? So it's like, yeah. I'm already like drawn to creativity as expression, but it's like, I'm doing like films just because I want to. I'm like dancing a lot around the house, <laughs> like just because I want to. And yeah, it feels so right in like my body. Yeah, uh, just also with that like ancestral connection of like dance is medicine, you yeah. know. Yeah. So like just like moving up the energy, like shaking off like things that you've like been holding on to, like that's like buried in your muscle memory. Like that's right. really important when it comes to dance as well. So it's like been like a really nice way of like coming into flow. Mm-hmm. where it's like now I'm expressing myself through art because I want to not because yeah. it's like an industry demanding certain like um, wow products from me it's like reclaiming the sense of like play and curiosity and exploration and that, that's been like so good for my mental health to like realize like oh yeah I'm an artist because it's fun and like yeah. I'm an artist because I enjoy it yeah you know what I mean like it's not just always about all the big goals that we have and like yes, the impact, but also because it does something for me personally, like my art is personal. And I think maybe that's also what you maybe experienced when like, uh, you've seen my art. Cause like, I really thank you by the way, for what you said about like me not telling people what to think. Cause it's true. I feel like in so much of what I do, I I live in the question. Yeah. And I think maybe, maybe, I don't know, like maybe that's connected to as well, like being multicultural where it's like, I see so many different lenses and like, I have a lot of like cultural fluency Whereas like, I know nothing is like one way. There are so many different ways and the intersections of how they all play together. Yeah. So yeah, that's been really interesting. I love so many things about what you said. I think that um, something that I have noticed kind of post, you know, a theater degree, post-grad and sort of grinding in the business is that it's a strange world um, for independent artists who have to balance all the time the difference of the actual art, which is its one entity. And I, I don't know if you can even really describe it fully because there's so many facets to it. And then the kind of entrepreneur, like the business, the side of like, having to take this thing whatever that might be and sort of and and put it out there for people to see and and potentially profit from it and so it's interesting what you're saying because it's it's almost like reclaiming that childhood joy that's just the initial beauty of what the art is and 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 yet funny enough with technology right now and being able to connect like on a podcast or or on FaceTime or on TikTok or whatever it might be <laughs> there is this sense of like actually as an entrepreneur too right now it's the best time because we have a lot of the world's focus because frankly a lot of the world is like I am 
bored. There's this thing yeah. on TikTok right now. This guy who I love, who's like did this little 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 dance kind of beat thing, and he has bored in the house, and I'm in the house bored. You know, <laughs> and it's quite funny. As for me, I I mean, and I understand. You know, there's the whole argument of like, well, <laughs> medical care workers are not bored in the house. Totally, totally, totally. And we support you, and we love you. But for a majority, especially around. Um, you know, North America, but you know, all over the world too. There, there's a lot of people who are just like, okay, my whole routine is different now. And yeah. now I don't know what to do. So they're relying on artists in a way to bring them some joy and entertainment. Or even if they are really busy, I know, like I was mentioning before, medical professionals who I've seen them on TikTok just to break up their life with doing like little dances in the hospital because they need that joy right now too, just from being so <laughs> focused all the time. So it's kind of an interesting thing. Like I love what you're saying about um, going back to, oh, I just love it. This is just what I love. I love to dance and I love to create and I love to edit and I love to, you know, sing and just like bop around the house and do my thing. And that's that's cool because it's it's almost like you're going back to uh, just the initial love of it, which is really important because, man, I've said this on the podcast before. If you don't love what the creativity like <laughs> don't do it it's just not yeah. worth this side is not worth it if you don't love this side like if you don't love the the actual art then you're probably the entrepreneur side man that's going to be rigorous so don't even bother you know like you want to love it for sure so to have that initial joy is so cool and so pure um you said something i found so fascinating about like shaking off stuff and kind of like avoiding stuff because of gatherings and whatnot what do you feel like are some things that you like avoided that you're now coming to terms with that you're facing does that make sense it does i think it like honestly ranges from like <laughs> redecorating my room like i said i should in 2019 to like let's look at like some unhealthy relationships <laughs> like why yeah. do you that? like the whole spectrum <laughs> and, yes totally it's like, it's like i feel like i'm like like as I resort my room, I'm also kind of like resorting like my internal like self. Your life, yeah. yeah. And also like reminding myself that it's like you know what, like I'm worth it and I'm worthy of like a beautiful space, a beautiful relationship. Like it's all interconnected in a way. Yeah. With like how I'm doing, but like yeah. people say that like your external world to an extent also reflects your internal world. At least since I was a kid, I've always known that like if my room's a mess. Because mm-hmm. I'm going through something. Like that's just how I am. Yeah, which like, just describes why I'm always in a messy room. <laughs> it's never over. You know what I'm saying? I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Like, but no, but it's totally. a reminder for myself because I know that about me, like how I work. That like mm-hmm. if I see my room looks like that, I'm like, all right, man, come on. When are we gonna have this conversation with ourselves about what's actually going on here? Yeah. You know, like yeah. 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 So how has it been? Like, what are the ways in which you have just, have you just realized, okay, hey, maybe that relationship is a little bit more taking than I, than, than it's giving? Like, and have you just decided to say, okay, um, I'm just going to maybe not pour in as much or have you had to cut them off? Like, what has been sort of that like? Because I, I do feel like this season, something that I've heard come up a lot in, on you know um gary v who's like one of my favorite entrepreneurs yeah. online yeah gary shout him out gary gary gary, gary he's gary. a king he really is guiding us all it's fine um but he talks a lot about about like your circle and who you surround yourself with yeah. and um the negativity of that and he one of the things he brought up that i think is kind of true is it's really showing this time is really showing kind of like people's true colors because of the stress of it um whether you're actually like stressed with legitimately the sickness which of course is so tangible and visceral or if it's like the financials which is visceral or if it's if it's being around people that lost a lot of money or being around people that you know what I mean so there's of course there's so much actually tangibly going on but yeah so it's just kind of bringing out the side of like if you're already kind of feeling like a positive space you know it's it seems to be helping people flourish that and then on the other hand maybe for some people they haven't dealt with that and they're still avoiding so I'm just curious like how you're dealing with those relationships like what are you saying are you just saying like okay bye for a little bit taking a break taking a piece or are you like actually having a conversation like I need to have some space you know I know what you mean and like it was one of those things where it's like the relationships that I'm thinking about like we're already like 
phased out in the past, but it's like actually asking myself those questions again of like, how did I end up into those, in those situations? Thought pattern wise. Yeah. And it's oh, like, okay. that like, obviously during like a global pandemic, like what matters to you becomes really important and who yes. matters. Right. Right. And I think what matters also kind of um, maybe relates to like creativity or like people kind of going through like a creative rebirth in the sense of like, right, like life is too short and unpredictable to like not find the joy and not to pursue yeah. happiness, whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. Um, and then who is important? It's like, okay, that's my family. That's like my mentors. That's like my friends. And, we, and like those are the people that like you check up on and you see also who checks up on you. And, yeah. um, just like like you said like really curating your circle and making sure that like, that's a group of positive people where it's like what you're giving is also coming back to you yeah 100 percent. that it's not just dead on one side yeah i think i think that there is a, certainly a level of like yeah you have to do that curation of your circle and like really protect your frame of mind because i think that there is so much uh, this is something that one of my, one of my beautiful mentors, Angela Conrad, says when she teaches theater is like, theater is life, life is theater. You know what I mean? And um, I do feel like that in general with art, that it's like whatever you're going through in your life will just, yeah. it'll show up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it shows up for sure. Um, it was always that way when I was doing scene work too. It's like, oh, apparently... I like I was going to work on this, but I sort of, you know, shoved it to the side and now it's right here in the scene. So I got to work on it. So that's the way that's got to go. So I had to like face it in that moment. I feel like our growth journey and our art journey are so simultaneously coexisting in that sense. Mm -hmm. And yes. so I think when you're talking about creative rebirth, um, which is a term that by the way, Miriam and I just like coined, so that's fine. We're just living well, in that welcome. life. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just like a very interesting thing because it sounds like in your life, you're taking that space. So you're that's how you would directly relate it is the, because I had the space now, I'm now things are surfacing. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Yeah, I would say so. And it's like, for me, I think there's something that about like being a working artist in the industry does something to you. Like you said, like just yeah. this freaking bullshit the systematic barriers yeah. you know like yeah. as well as well as like as a woman of color like the just how people are constantly framing you instead of you being able to like tell your own narratives and like frame yourself yeah. that yeah. whole battle can really wear you out and it's what like causes a lot of people that plus the financial stress like artists yeah. like to turn away from their craft um or their gifts as i like to call it yeah yes and then, mm. yes you know <laughs> but then i feel like now because like people are there's like that inbuilt audience like you said on like social media and like on the internet people wanting to connect it's like the, yeah. there's such an invitation for an artist to like really bring forward what they have because yeah. people want to see it and like yeah for myself it, there's no longer like that need for like oh it needs to be like a perfectly crafted piece of art that's like solid proof that no critic could ever say like it was lacking in nuance. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Now it's like no, no one. There's no critics. <laughs> now it's just about it's like just me in my house. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm just like sharing what I'm naturally like inclined towards. Yeah, like, that's been so good for me, and like why I feel like I'm approaching social media in a different way now, or like stepping more into like the quote unquote content creator or whatever that means. Yeah, but with joy because it's like. Yeah. that pressure is off. And I think that's a very interesting point. I, I, I feel like I'm going to refer to this on the podcast many times throughout my life, but sometimes I truly revert to what I like to call five-year-old Janessa, where <laughs> I just become a straight-up toddler uh, because of various things not kind of working out the way I, I hope they will. And it's very interesting that you kind of talk about like, okay, so because I'm not getting the opportunity out there for whatever reason that might be, like you were saying some hurdles, some systematic barriers, then it's like, well, I got to create it myself, you know? And the problem is, is like for me, that, and that's what I've done, just being full transparent. Like that's what I have the done. Podcast, hello. <laughs> yeah, the podcast for sure. Yeah, <laughs> and just finding a way out there. But there is a sense that, I had to I had to relook and that's why I think I took the three months off because I had to relook at like yeah, am I yeah. doing this because 
you know, it's plan B or C on my list. Like I would like to be doing this other acting thing, but because that's not working, I'll do this and I'll do this. And the list kind of goes down and now all of a sudden you're on plan seven dash C and you're like, okay, wait, I'm not doing this to prove to somebody though. Like I'm doing this because I enjoy conversation. So that's another thing is like, I did a lot of podcasting kind of like by myself before. And I just realized, you know what, that's not like what I'm looking for. Like what I'm looking for is to have conversation and to learn from one another and to, to, um, yeah, set it up in a way that like, like what we're doing right now, like I'm learning from you as you're talking. I'm like, yep, that's unlocking something totally. (laughs) And like, you know, like that's what I love is like, hopefully this conversation can be somewhat helpful or inspiring in some capacity or bring joy to people. That's what I am in it for. Not to be like, okay, so this is something I'm doing because the other things didn't work out. Cause then that's coming from a place of pressure. That's coming from a place of needing to earn something. Also incompletion, which just like totally setting you on such a, such a journey. I think of like constantly trying to prove yourself when you've always been worthy. And that's a yeah. lesson to come around to. And mm-hmm. it actually reminds me of something I wrote here in my journal the other day, which is like mm-hmm. connected to that. And I'm like, why do I feel so like weirdly empowered in my art at this time? Yeah. Now that I'm like just doing it for myself. I'm doing like the joy of the art making and everyone here like I can't let someone else be the gatekeeper of my fate slash joy and I'm like yeah that's what it is whereas like the industry kind of says like wait until like we approve of you then you can come on to this project and like we'll elevate you but it's like I can't wait until you recognize something in me I already see something in me I know I have a gift and like have an offering um that people will like find value in and that I find value in so yeah. it's like it's like it's like putting yourself on game you know and yeah. like being like i believe in in what i'm doing and i believe in myself so it's like i'm gonna have to like go forward in faith and just know that like as i lean more into my purpose like things will fall the way that they're supposed to 100 percent. and what i'm hearing a little bit from you is like it's self-esteem but it's self-esteem not just because like oh i think i'm awesome but it's self-esteem because you know you have a gift like it's there, so you want to use it. You know what I mean? Like, why would I not use it? Like, it's part of who I am. Like, I love it, you know? I know, and that also came from like mentorship because it's like seeing like your talent, I don't know if I like that word anymore, but right. it's like calling your craft, like your talent puts it in like almost like a economic space. But it's like when uh, I was talking to like mentors that are like, no, actually, like I'm talking about like I guess like my my African mentors are saying like no 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 like if you're an artist or like naturally creative that's a gift that also yeah. like doesn't just come from you comes from the people before you like yeah it was given to you and yeah. it's like you have like an ancestral assignment to express it huh wow so yeah being like that oh, okay that that actually makes sense to me in terms of how I like move through the world like that kind of wording right like it was passed down like there's something inside of you and yeah that expression um so it's something you keep saying too is like i am worthy so that worthiness do you feel like that is connected to your spiritual walk at all too or more ancestral or like where does that come from or how did you come maybe this is a better question what triggered something in your mind where you suddenly went wait a second i am worthy yeah Yo, <laughs> hold on, just wait a second. Y'all told me maybe I wasn't, but I'm a re, you know. Yeah. What I mean? Honestly, to me, it like this is an artist response, but it no, came from it. reclaiming my story and yeah. telling it in my way. So it's like I think we all have parts of our experience that like we maybe feel shame over, like maybe there's like trauma, etc. What it is, whatever it is. Yeah. Like for me, I really feel like it was like looking at those things channeling them into my art like performing based on like some of that content of like just the just the action of like speaking speaking this experience but speaking it in my point of view and like layering it in with a 360 of like who I am and the fact that like I'm a human being who like made mistakes but was always trying to do the right thing and it led me to this place and now I'm wrestling like with the aftermath this is amazing now it sounds like I went through something (laughs) <laughs> no, really? no but no 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 but it's human it's human though because yeah. yeah like I totally relate to that it's like 
for me, I honestly like, uh, you know, there's the biblical story of like uh, the prodigal son. And just being so real, there's the prodigal son who's like, man, I did all this crap and I came home and the father loves him. And it's like, okay, Jesus's love for us is enough. Yay. Great. But there's the older brother and the older brother was like, yo, I stayed here. I I watched the, the, the property. I did everything for you. I was ready to go. I did everything right. And I still feel like it doesn't even like matter because, I, you know, he can do whatever he wants and he comes back with open arms. And like, what about me who stayed here? Mm-hmm. And it's funny. I feel like sometimes I fall more into to that side where I'm like, okay, you know, like I did the right things. Like I did yeah. like all the right like stuff that I was told, like mentors, like whatever. And then I'm still like, Again, not going to the place that I thought I would because of this like expectation, this false expectation that I put on it. But again, it's coming from like, I think deep down a sense of like what for uh, of not serving, not to be selfish with it, but to not serve myself, but to serve others in in their views of things. Whereas like for me, it's like actually art is coming down to a place of expression and I need to express how I need to express, not how somebody else needs me to express. You know what I mean? So that's a very interesting thing to like discover. I feel like is like, okay, wow. Um, you know, like we don't really know why, uh, certain people like make it in the business and other people don't like, yes, you can trace certain attributes like, okay, they never gave up, you know, they're working hard, like sure, sure, sure. But on the other hand, it's like some amount of it is just like luck and self-esteem and faith and all that stuff in right place at right time. Like there's a lot of variables and just bringing this full circle to what you were saying about like, yeah, my life's not like, you know, that different because my life was always like an artist's life is always kind of like this vagabond, like we're working from home, who knows what's going to happen, you know? And that is true. Like I feel like this sense of like control that other people felt over their lives with their stable nine to five. For yeah. us losing that, you know, our day jobs like had to lay us off or whatever. It's like, yeah, we're kind of, <laughs> it's not to say we don't have grace and understanding, but this is sort of our lives. Like this is sort of what we do anyway. And so there's always yeah. sort of that lack of control. And so it is just kind of interesting, like being, um, yeah, the idea of like trying to do the right thing and then just realizing mm, maybe I just, it's not really so much about doing that as it is. Like, what is the right thing even? That's kind of my question. This is different to everybody. And I think like, but it is about like liberating yourself, whatever that means to you. So it's like, for me, it was like, okay, let's, we got to face some of these things. And cause yeah. I'm an artist, like the, the most intimate way for me to like feel it is to like create something around it. And then it's like, when I did it was embraced uh, like throughout the performances of it. And then being like, I survived and I'm here and now I've freed myself from this shame. Like I have the ability to also provide to let healing it go. for myself. Let go and to grow. I think that's when it triggered the fact that like, oh, I'm worthy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, totally. Because this is like a psychology thing. They'll talk about, you know, if you got a lot of pent up anger, you should just like go in your car for a drive by yourself, cry and scream, just like scream into your steering wheel and let it out because it has to come out. But like, what's beautiful for us as artists is like, of course we, sometimes we need those days too. Don't worry. (laughs) Like, trust me, we do, but we can channel our stuff through art and express it instead of it having to go in just like, you know, we can, I guess, make something from our, mm-hmm. our stuff, our journey. And that's how we do that motion of letting it go. I love what you just said. Cause I also, um, I went to a conversation with the founder of the Me Too, uh, Me Too movement, like oh, when wow. she was here. And wow. something she said, which really resonated with me, which is like, you have to get the story out of your body. Yeah. You know, like whatever you've gone through, which means like to how she like explained what that was like, so that's either like speaking it out, it is writing it out, it's dancing it out. But just yeah. making sure that like you're releasing. Yeah. And that's so much I think of our work like as an artist. Yeah. Constantly like peel back the layers. And I think earlier you said something about which I really resonated with, like the some we hold tensions in our bodies. And I was not aware of this until doing theater school of like, whoa, like how much breathing into it's gonna sound a little loosey-goosey but you know what i mean breathing into certain areas of your body and like like focusing on it and be like okay i'm gonna let that tension go i'm gonna let it go 
And sometimes, like, people would be in class and you'd, like, poke the side of, like, it's, we're very touchy in theater just for anyone who didn't do theater. They do a different medium. But, like, you know, they touch, like, some part of your side and you breathe into it. And it's not hard. It's a very gentle touch or whatever. And then people are just, like, releasing tears. And it's from years ago, something that happened years ago. And it's crazy, like, it's so true how we do hold stuff in our body. And imagine trying to, like, navigate and move in the world with holding on to that stuff it's really going to affect everything you do but if you can let it go and express it out you can actually have more freedom in your in your walk and for me like part of my process of course is like which i'm very open on the podcast about everyone knows this but it's just my spiritual journey with jesus like kind of like it's it's almost like there's a replacement you know what i mean like if there's like fear and you just go well i just won't focus on it well that's kind of true but I feel like you almost have to like replace it with something else so instead of fear it's gonna be like gratitude you know instead of like instead of frustration it's gonna be like choose joy and so I think the Lord helps me kind of navigate that and do that but I love what you're saying too and I can totally see like one of my favorite things about just like broad strokes but one of my favorite things about a lot of African culture is dance my gosh dance it's so key it's so important and I didn't even know until a couple years ago how like the level of importance but it's like that to me I relate I grew up in dance and I was like why don't we all do this shake it actually out of our bodies it makes so much sense like it makes so much sense yes 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 especially because like all in constant is so like it's so built into the culture yeah. So it's interesting, like like that medicine is built into the culture. But yeah. here in the West, it's like you go to specific spaces for it and it's like not as common. And I yeah. think now I'm talking from like on like an African lens, but like I feel like that affects people's yeah. like mental health. Yeah. Um, and also the fact that it's like on the continent, like our healers, our dancers and their musicians and their drummers, like they're like their artistry is like interconnected. You can't pull out like the song without talking about the dance without, without talking about the land without you know what i mean like it's yeah, all it's all one, one thing. thing well here i feel like it's really interesting that people are like oh i'm just a musician oh i'm just this where i'm like art though is like creativity is everything so i yeah. feel like in this like covid 19 times with like being in self-isolation it's like like i said like i'm being called back to different mediums that like i used to just naturally like express in but then i all of a sudden after i got my theater training, I was just like, oh, I'm just an actor. I'm just like, yeah. that's what I am because that's like how the society like legitimized me. You know, I got that like certified check. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You got your BFA, here it is. But it's yeah. like, no, like, I think we're all, all drawn to like different mediums and like that's how we're supposed to be because I feel like creativity is like our birthright because why are kids so creative and they don't even like question it? Yeah. It's never even a question. Yeah, it's never a question at that age. Play, it's never like, can I play? It's just play. Like, we just play. Everything's a game. That's the way it works. That's how we frame everything else. I love that. Birthright. That's so... Mm, that's how, that's how we're made. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, no. um, what is... Okay, so two two questions. You can answer however you want. But the first is like, so now knowing what you know, if you were to talk to Miriam a year ago, what kind of advice would you give her? One, I'd say like, please chill out. <laughs> that's maybe not even a year ago. That's like yeah. two years ago. Was yeah. Shit was back. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I think that's my uh, yesterday. Like, uh, please, please chill out. Please, for the sake of all of us, chill out. Yeah. Because uh-huh. it's like, if I feel like you're always the hardest on yourself. Yeah. And like for me, I have such a specific vision. Oh, that's funny. It even says vision on this jacket that I'm wearing right now. Yes, um, girl. It's meant to be vision. Yeah. Like I have a very specific vision of like where I want to be in my life and like the impact that I want to have. Um, right. That it's like when I feel like I'm not getting to where I'm supposed to go, it's like it can be very like I can be very hard on myself. And right. I feel like I would have told myself to like trust that I am going to get myself there and I'm going to get myself into like a better position because yeah. I did and now I am in that place yeah and also trust that like timing is everything and sometimes you have to go through stuff like go sometimes you have to go through the valley so you can really appreciate the peak yeah yeah, yeah. perspective perspective yeah. it's huge and I yeah I appreciate 
a little bump it a bump hill let alone a peak just because of the valleys I feel like I'm way more in tune with that than I think I would have been if I just arrived on the peak even though you understand like this is beautiful but the depth is I totally agree I totally get that I think I'd also tell myself like go find your sense of humor again or like actually you can tell do you tell me actually like do you feel like when you met me I was funny (laughs) (laughs) I think I think that's an interesting question. I feel like, like when playful. I met you, you were you were more serious, I feel like. See? I feel like that too. Where yeah. it's like I feel like I've gotten to a place where it's like things are more like hilarious to me. Like I'm not as yeah. like precious about things. Right. You know, it's, it's lightened. Allows, it's lightened. Yeah, it's, it's more light and it just makes yeah. things a lot more fun and like yeah. there's a better place to be. Yeah. Um, so I tell myself like go find that again because it's like that's where like your joy is and that's where like you naturally actually vibe. Yeah. Because I think one of our biggest connecting pieces is our laughter. Like, I feel like you and I love a good laugh. <laughs> like, we do. We love, because we're like, oh, yeah, okay, I did that. Yep, that's that's the thing I did. We're just going to laugh at that. But it's really, it's, 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 I mean, that's a healing thing. Because even talking about releasing of tension in the body, that is literally what that is. When you laugh right. or you cry, that's like amazing. And so I love to bring that to the to the table. And that's a really good good reminder of just find that humor find what you love in something again yeah. just like wow like what your your whole journey with right now having the space and the capacity to be like okay let's make a tiktok for fun yes. <laughs> like, let's just do that right now you know oh, or no. okay like i oh i my journal is open because i need to write this right now like i don't even know is it gonna be good i don't know i don't care i frankly don't care it's more for me and then if i can turn it into something excellent you know and coming from that space of it being about you rather than having to prove to someone that's big that's big miriam i love that and that's that's me too you actually just like reminded me of something as well that like for me what i'm learning too is like you like sometimes you just have to act on the impulse as it comes to you like the inspiration at least for me like because it's like don't yeah. be like oh that's a great idea yeah, i'm gonna do it maybe tomorrow sometimes it's like i know myself now that i'm like no i gotta go i gotta write this thing down right now or like i have to act like, on the impulse right now um because i feel like that's like also like creativity kind of like communicating with you and it's like you like you gotta get into the habit of like make it into action for you to like build and keep, more like, doing it less thinking about doing it yes Yes. Okay, because this is my thing. I, I'm the biggest culprit of that. I have like so many ideas, and then I try to like over plan, and it's like, like hold on yes. a second. This is, and I should. Okay, not that I'm taking myself down here, but in a way, I should know better because all my acting training teaches the exact opposite. In a scene, you just follow your impulses. You can't plan, otherwise, it's fake. And right. I know that in that context, but for some reason, when I'm translating it to like say writing, I'm like, oh, I gotta really think about it, plan it out. <laughs> well, maybe sometimes that's helpful for people, but like for most of the time, it's like just like go, just do it, just do it, just yes. do it, see how it goes. If it doesn't work, you can do it again. Just do it. Yes. <laughs> yes like 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 enjoy the like experimentation and also like yeah, the, idea. the play like, i create something i'm gonna throw it out like that's yeah. part of it that's know? literally all, the whole game and that's okay and you're allowed to do that you're like straight up and it's actually like good for you to do it like that's amazing um so okay with that in mind i love to again I'd love to picture somebody out there listening to this podcast who is like oh i'm just really scared to make the jump to live in this creative lifestyle that I know I'm called to. Mm -hmm. What would you say to that person? Like, how would you encourage someone who might be listening who's like, you know what? Like, oh, I've always wanted to, but I don't think I can. Right. How would you embolden them to like do that? Uh I feel like I can't, like, I can't sit here and promise to them that it will be easy because even like on my journey, I'm like, whatever, I'm going to show everybody. I'm like, I'm not going to be like these people. Like, <laughs> give me five years tops. Like, yeah. but it's like, exactly. I'm like, I know I'm for a fact. Yeah, totally. I've been there. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. like, at the same time, I knew, like, in high school, when I was looking at universities, like, even when I was like, okay, maybe I won't do acting, maybe I'll do something else, I would always look at their theater, like, department of every university I looked at, and I would always check if they had, like, a BFA acting program yeah and like I knew at the end of the day that like if I tried really gave it my all and it didn't turn out that as as I hoped 
I can respect that. I can still respect myself. Yeah. But if I didn't even try because I was mm. afraid of somebody else got into my way, like I know myself and I won't be able to like respect myself or not going after what I actually wanted. So I feel this like that's huge. Like connecting to like your why, connecting to like what it is that is like burning in you that's drawing you to this medium. And that like, if you really are serious about it, like you're going to find ways to make it work. You're going to find ways. And it's like the pain of somebody said this recently, but like the pain of not doing it is actually going to affect you way more than the pain of doing it and it not going the way you thought. I feel like because the pain of not doing it, you always are going to question, oh, I wish I had. You don't want to be you don't want to be sitting there at 70 going, I wish that I had, you know, done these other things. Nobody who took a bunch of risks says that at 70 because they're like, yeah, I lived life. I tried, you know, and I think sometimes we really and again, this is all kind of interconnected because we really get caught up in judgment of like what people are going to think or what people are going to say on social media, on, you know, culturally, our families, our inner circle. But it's like really that judgment is, is it's painful. I'm not going to say it's not like valid that like if if somebody doesn't support you that's close to you, that's not hard. Yeah. But it's not nearly as bad as the self-judgment that I feel like we start to feel when we don't get to do what we love and we're trying to live this life that's for other people. What's the, the feeling that you're not fulfilling your calling? Like that's a very specific feeling that I think people know yes. what that is. And it feels like I am not like where I'm supposed to be right now. Like it's such a like spiritual thing that's hard to even articulate. No, nope, everybody 100%. knows it innately when yeah. they're there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I do believe like we're all called, like God gave us all gifts. Like all of us. And it might look different. It might take a little bit more nuancing to figure out. Like I know some people are like, well, Jen, like maybe I wasn't called just to be like an actor, which I love of what we were talking about, about sort of breaking those borders of like you have to be one thing. But I think just being able to use like what you have. And if you if you're really good at talking to people like that's a gift you have to somehow use and you can't just do a job where that's not involved at all like you know what I mean like it can be even as basic as that if you're it's not always just like we're born to be a performer we're born to be performers but maybe not everyone is and I get that but you know if you're a writer you gotta write if you're a creator you gotta create like if you're if you're just if you see the world like through math like that's just like how you like you everything is logic and everything is a beautiful art form of like you can see how everything fits together and you have fun doing that you got to do that that's my dad he's not artsy like in that sense at all but he that's his love he loves teaching it's like you know there's all kinds of stuff but if your calling is out there you have to for me yeah do it i also love what you said about like embracing like the multiplicity of everything like you can be multi 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 especially i feel like in the millennial entrepreneur even younger generations where it's like people are going to have multiple different careers and of course with this like that's just the world that we live in a lot of people are going to be entrepreneurs so that's like really crafting your own um career based on what you love and like embrace that absolutely and another thing that i would want to tell like a younger person is like being open to change <laughs> like you know wow. it, sometimes i think about the fact that it's like i was really gung-ho like i'm gonna be this theater actor thing and I liked film, but I was just kind of like, I think like theater acting is kind of what I'm supposed to do. And I feel like like God had to literally be like, whoop, I need to literally put your face somewhere else because you refuse to listen. <laughs> you know, like yeah. see that there are other possibilities and other possibilities that I'm going to love just as much and be like yeah. even maybe more drawn to, which is what I'm finding like with film and some other like mediums because it's like now I'm dreaming in shots or I'm seeing the world in shots like, um, yeah. I'm like, just like elevating to a different place that I never thought possible just in terms of like what I'm naturally drawn to so it's like absolutely be, like it looking a little bit different than what you thought but that you're still gonna love it you know and because I think it's maybe going back to because you're following now your impulses Ooh. so your impulses are saying like what about this sure it's being open to saying yes to that thing. And then again, you could have done, like it could have gone the opposite. Well, what about film? And then you do it. 
Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe not for me. That's fine. Like, you know, and that's also okay. Like, and there's, I'm sure there's a lot of film actors who are out there who try theater and then they're like, oh my gosh, theater, this is amazing too. So like there's all kinds of crossover, not just in this discipline, but also in like the arts world, all that medium, like photography, um, like musicians. Like, like, the whole, uh, like your whole message as well, but like you can be more than one thing, guys. Like yeah, get this through your head, people. Like you can be more than one thing. That's not, like the gift of where we are in this time. And it's actually not that difficult at least geographically where we're living here in Canada and I'm I'm sure other places too you can get a lot of stuff like this microphone guys this microphone was 75 bucks okay I was out there like oh I have to get the best stuff and yeah, it's gonna it cost $500 per microphone and then there's a recording device and then there's this and I was like oh I can't afford it I gotta be rich in order to do this thing I gotta be rich that's how it is God I don't know what you're talking about but you if you want me to do this you gotta give me the money and he's like listen allow yourself to look again yes <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean I'm a brat I'm five years old with God honestly I am like I'm a child and so luckily he's patient but honestly that's what I think is like okay you know what there's a lot of means right now to do stuff and you can you can do stuff like you can you can create and you can explore lots of different disciplines mm -hmm. from your home right now which is huge yes and also just gonna say that um especially as we're in this pandemic right now like what you said about like really following your own dreams i feel like that's so key right now because we're all feeling how like right yeah. life is a gift and like at the end of the day we're all going to die one day and we don't know when that time is coming but yeah. at least like make use of the time that you have make sure that you're really going through for what's purposeful for you yeah you know? because i feel like i hope what i hope a lot of people learn is like what is literally the point in going through stuff without joy I, I i hesitate to use the word happy but it is kind of like that it's like you could choose to do something that makes you really happy why why not <laughs> what's stopping you you know what i mean or you could choose to live something that's you know that's really not that yeah. <laughs> i just you know i think that i think you can find joy in in so many spheres when you really follow your like your calling and yes. and give yourself the space to think about it and i feel like i hope a lot of people do take that time to be in the space of thinking about it and what i think is so interesting is like as well with like the pandemic now it's a time where people really have to like get resilient and like learn how to adapt quickly and get creative and innovative wow. in this new reality and i feel like artists it's are really forcing blind. creativity in a way exactly which is what i love also with the social media like you see people do all kinds of things because yeah. they're stuck inside, they're finding different ways to connect. Yeah. Um, and like, when it comes to like adapting, sometimes I feel like it's important for us to also recognize that like, we're not the first people who have had to like adapt, like generations of like our families, of our bloodline, of totally. our DNA have been having to adapt to many, many things. World War One, World War Two, Holocaust, slavery, whatever Absolutely. it is, all gone through things. And that like, they survived and like, we will find ways to survive and still like create joy because like even art was happening throughout all of those movements that i just mentioned and that all they were movements. like a huge part of the empowerment the healing the processing and i feel like we're in the same kind of like moment of history where people are going to look back and, and see this as like our global like what time movement context you know that really changed yeah. it well, think, yeah, I mean, like, it's unbelievable, like, thinking about, like, people in slavery. Yeah. Making, like, the most joyful art, like, and praising, like, and just making things happen. How'd you have the time? Like, this is amazing. But they found a way. They found a way. People in the world wars making some of the most, honestly, beautiful, memorable music compositions, like, Art, despite where are they getting these supplies? Where are they like they're just making they're finding a way? Yes. Sometimes I feel like the like the expression has to match the pain, you know? Yeah. Like even those like uh like as we call it like the Negro spirituals coming out of like slavery, like you just feel it. You feel you it feel like it. in the yeah. sound. It's in it. It's inherent yeah. inside. It's you can't yes. separate them. 
it's also sound is healing. And like, also when I think about the fact that it's like, mm -hmm. wow, generations of people were singing this particular song that were going through a particular context. It's like that song carries its own energy as yeah. well. And yeah. that's what makes, I think those songs sacred, you know? And this, so this is sacred time. That's what it is. It's we're in a time where we can make, we can get really in into what we're doing here and we can actually use this for creative rebirth and it can be like a beautiful thing because in our desperation we find a way through and we express it it's because we have to express that this is going to be an artistic time because we have to we have to communicate because we're actually being kind of we have a little pressure on us now and so because of that pressure we're actually going to have to express ourselves which mm -hmm. is so cool to think about yes and also like actually that's a good point that i also want to make a a comment on the fact that it's like we're talking about expression, not productivity, and those are different. Because like even talking to some people in like my circles, they're like, "Yo, I'm seeing everybody's like writing their next novel and some shit. Like, how can they keep up? Like, I'm tired." Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, "Yes, like this is correct. Like, don't force yourself. Like, yeah. just wow. Rest, Thank you rest. for saying that. Yeah, learn. Let every like day be different. And I feel like it's only if you can approach something from like a place where this is gonna give something to yourself that you should do it like don't once again if you feel like uh, that outside pressure that's that's not going to be a fulfilling artistic process for you or like that's whatever it is huge. that you're trying to do so definitely like, because you feel like you should that's like a weird that's a kind of a form of peer pressure i'd say you know yeah. but rather like whatever you need which is going to look different than like what joe needs from down the street like yeah. you yeah. just embrace that yeah yeah uh, and that's what you also tell my younger self I'd yeah, like, let's just tell ourselves you, that. Yeah. Like, you know, don't worry. Don't worry about what these other chicks are doing. It's fine. Like, yeah, because that is, yeah, that's an interesting, another overwhelm thing is like, oh, I see these people posted 20 TikToks today. I, only, I don't even have time for one. Don't, yes. it's, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Yes. It's not about, it's not about that. It's really just about uh yeah that that artistic expression for yourself and it's going to be dependent like you say on the person and their experience and what's going on in their life like you might have seven people all in one room in a house and yeah. it feels a little bit harder but i just remind people of you know Anne frank you know when she was <laughs> in captivity during the holocaust like we have the diary of Anne frank and it's a beautiful piece of art that many plays have been made movies have been made yeah she wrote by herself but that was for her that was yeah. for her it wasn't for other people she wasn't writing for anyone to be necessarily yeah. reading it she was writing it for her so i think yeah everybody's experience or what they can do and it's not about yeah that productivity comes from the business side but we're talking yes. about the art side the expression side yes yeah wow thanks for saying that though because i think that's important i don't want i don't the last thing i want to do is create more pressure and stress for people yeah. i want to unlock encouragement and and joy that's what this is about and i i really hope that if you're somebody out there who's listening right now that you feel inspired because miriam's gone through it i've gone through it we're still going through it tomorrow we'll go through it you know what yeah. i'm saying every day is going to be a new thing but like to just encourage you on your journey if you're somebody out there who's thinking about is this a time that I can start to express myself? Yeah. I give you permission. If you need external permission, I give it to you right now. We're going to give you that permission. I feel like what you just said was so key in terms of like, sometimes I feel like why people limit themselves in terms of expressing themselves is because there's like a fear of being seen, like truly seen mm -hmm. in all that you are. Like if you feel like you're too much or too little, that's still a fear of you being yourself. Yeah. And being in the fullness of yourself. So it's like daring, like just daring to be seen in all your like glory, chaotic mess. Like that is like, Ooh, because at the end of the day, like yes. we are all right there with you. And like we're we there in you when you also present to us like the mess. Cause we, we got, we all got it. Like know? how many times have we been scared, but do it anyway. You know what I mean? Like, how many times have I been like, this is a lot. This is too much. I'm doing too much. Janessa, yes, calm yes. it down. You know what I mean? But it's about being seen. Like, I am too much. That's okay. But I love that about me. That's who I am. Thank you. Thank you know what you. I mean? I, I'm I extra. I with that. Because, like, I'm so extra. But it's like, <laughs> I know if I don't go there, I'm not happy with myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not even for my isolation birthday. What did I do? 
I decorated this whole freaking house and had a party for myself. I got dressed up in like my nice fancy dress, like I makeup, saw. everything. Yeah. I bought myself champagne. Like, was, who was really here to celebrate with me? Like, me <laughs> and my roommates, that's it. But yes. it's like, the fact that I could do that for myself, I actually gave something to myself. It's like, yeah, like, totally. I'm in the presence of myself. Is that not enough? That's, and I'm so glad that I'm talking to you right now between your birthday, which happy birthday, we love you, oh my gosh, and then Easter coming up this weekend too. It's like, the we're talking about rebirth. Wow, talk about resurrection, talk about oh Easter Sunday, talk about that old things being dead and new life being created, like, this is the time to be having this conversation and it's so divine that it was just your birthday too when you came into the world 25 years ago and i'm so happy for you to be here i love you and yeah i'm really like inspired by this conversation because it's like oh wow i can just do for me like this is a whole new level and i hope people really feel that yeah i love you too and like it's been an interesting like weird like self-discovery that i've made where it's like yeah, I thought it had to be like more discipline to create, but it's like I needed to actually be like more relaxed and do less. <gasps> do less. Yeah, I think we actually had a conversation about that once. I got a cafe or something where it's like, yo, you running around like stop, <laughs> like just stop it because <laughs> you, you can't even listen to your own internal like instinct or your internal like voice because you're you're so like distracted by everything else that's going on, and I feel like that's what like this self-isolation is also like allowing people to really like reflect yeah. and like just slow it down to slow understand down. how to actually move forward wow Miriam, thank you so much for being on the podcast this has been like i personally i got a lot so i hope everyone got a lot <laughs> So I, I'm feeling like, let's go do this day. Like, I know we already are halfway through, but I'm just like, yes, this is excellent. But I love you so much. Thank you so much for coming on. If people want to follow you on social media or any of that stuff, how do they do that? What is your stuff? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Mango Merriam. And you can find me on TikTok. I am at Berry 9 and then, yeah. like, eventually I'm, like, launching my IMDb and my website. But that will all be announced on, like, my IG. So okay. IG is a good place to follow me. That's the best place. And Miriam is spelled M-A-R-I-A-M. Yes. So just for everyone who wasn't sure. <laughs> for all those people who accidentally call you Miriam, it's fine. I know. Um, <laughs> get it right. <laughs> it's okay. They always call me Janessa with the J-A-N. No, no, J-E-N, but that's okay. We're getting there. It's fine. That was actually a creative take on your name. That's like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, if anything, it's people more say it like Janessa. It's almost like J-U-H Nessa. But anyway, it's Jen. That's the right thing. <laughs> okay. I love you so much. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Everybody go and relax and see what kind of creativity comes out. Yes, we want to know. So, <laughs> okay, bye guys. Bye.